everybody. Welcome back to the Bullhunter Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Densia Kudrin. And we are, where are we? Well, we are at the new office of Canon Entertainment with my very good friend, Michael Blecka. Hola. Hola, Michael. Como estas? Oh. <laughs> uh, yo oh. quiero Taco Bell? <laughs> That's about all I know. Yo bueno Taco Bell. Yeah. They're bringing back the Mexican pizza. Are they really? For I saw real. that today. It was top news, Fox 31. <laughs> As hot it should hit, be. Hot hitting news. That's because yeah. Taco Bell's pockets are deep, my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. They know what the people want. <laughs> and that is a Mexican it, pizza. And diarrhea. And diarrhea. You can build tolerance to that, though, with Taco Bell. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, my stomach learned how to handle tequila and Taco Bell in the same... Densia, how do you handle tequila? I think it's Just too wondering. soon to talk about that, Michael. Let's talk about Larry's fuck-ups. Oh, oh, man. No, I want to know. I want to know so bad. That's Densia. a whole episode in itself. Oh, yeah, I, we don't talk about it yet. You know what? We're going to find it's, out about it on the 100th episode, though, right? Yeah. Right. It's definitely one of the truths. Uh-huh. Yeah, not a lie. Well, before we get too far out there with mm-hmm. tequila talk, uh, welcome to the Bullhucker. If you're new to the Bullhucker, what we do is a podcast we're bringing a guest on. Today's Michael Blackup. What Michael's going to do is tell us three stories about his life. The kicker is only two of these stories are true. One is not is either a borrowed story, a partially made-up story, or a fully made-up story. Michael, without going into a lot of detail, what is it? Did you borrow Which, it, or did you partially make oh, it up, or is it completely made up? It, no, it's partially true, partially, partially made up. Partial, yeah. partial. So yep, yep. Those, those are the hardest. The, well, yeah. they, are, they can be. No, well, the borrowed ones are the hardest. Oh, it's true. Because true. They are they're actually true. true. They're true. They're just somebody else's truth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Michael's so at the end of the podcast, Densia, my my wonderful co-host, who's gonna yeah. tell us a tequila story at <laughs> the end. That's me. Nope, uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> is gonna try and guess which one it is. So uh, we, we haven't been doing too good this year. It's been it's been rough. Um no, and I will say the the, the episodes that I've listened that I have not been on, I have not got them right. Really? Nope. So I'm right there with you and Adam and everyone else. It's, it's We've all been sucking it up, man. Everybody's been really good storytellers, so don't let us down, Michael. Don't let us down, Michael. Right no pressure. To. No pressure at all. <laughs> so real quick, Michael, what do you do for a living, man? I, I sell kidneys on the black market. <laughs> I mean, and livers, no? <laughs> Just kidneys. There's I mean, yeah. Livers, you don't know with somebody. Mm-hmm. If you get a liver, I mean, how good or bad is it? But but you're a kidney expert? Come on, Michael. <laughs> Maybe Come a couple you poke it like you're picking up meat at the store. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like an avocado. You're like, nah, that one's not ready yet. Yeah. Mm. Hey, no. this Put that in good. the cooler. <laughs> no, uh, I run a company called Kinnon Entertainment. Um, we take care of like the technical production for concerts. Um, we also do audiovisual installs. So anything that you want to sound or look good. Um, that sounded weird. <laughs> if you want to look good, come to us. Uh, if you want to put on a concert or you want to an awesome sound system at your church call us are you home you do them in people's houses i try not to people at their <laughs> oh. homes are pains in the butt really? you say you can say anything on this you right? can say yeah. fucking They're pain in the pain ass, in the <laughs> ass. <laughs> yeah because yeah. if it's for a business they just want it to work properly so they can you know makes their business better they can make money at home it's like they're the king of their own domain and sure. so they're like why is that cable red i want a blue one Hate mm. you so much. I'm gonna go get some spray paint and get you a blue cable. That's what I'd say. I'd paint every one of them. Sons of but bitches. but let me preface that with, um, for the right price, absolutely. Yes. Come, yeah. You money, too can get a sound Money system. talks. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's crazy. I don't. Uh, everything's so small now. I thought like with sound systems. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the speakers. It's are... crazy. Um, I learned doing when I was a kid. My 
my dad was a telephone technician, so he made me learn how to make all these cables and everything. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not going to do this for my life. <laughs> and now all the audio video stuff is ran on the same cables that I learned how to, like, do the connectors and stuff Seriously? on when I was like, eight years old. So I'm like, thanks, wow. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't even want to know any of that stuff. Like when we moved into oh, our sorry, house now. I won't, I won't tell no, any no, I'm just saying stories. it just sounds hard. Is what I'm saying. Like I don't want to learn yeah. it. Like you know, like that just sounds beyond my expertise. It's more like if you're a computer nerd, you can totally be a sound guy or a video guy now. But if you're like a really good audio guy, you have to learn all the computer stuff to be able to get by in this day and age. Which you're good at. Like you've created apps I, and I you've done a, all sorts of. I am a nerd. Things. Yeah, I I like nerding out. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, yeah, I guess I'm a nerd. <laughs> but it pays to be a nerd. It pays average. <laughs> it pays average to be a nerd. I mean, you have that badass coffee mug. Yeah. Not to, not to brag. Yeah. I mean, I barely make any money. Boom, boom. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. One thing I will say about Michael is that I feel like, so, you know, his big thing was like concerts and then... COVID hit 2020 and I will say you did a really good job of like reinventing yourself and finding new ways to make a living. Yeah. Michael found out how to sell kidneys. Yay. Go yeah. Michael. And yeah, that's COVID's and fault. It's COVID's yeah. fault. It's COVID's fault. Um, yeah. We, I had a lot of time to sit speaking of uh, importing stuff from China. <laughs> I had a lot of time with, on my hands because right. we did 550 concerts in 2019 and then 2020 was like 90% down. So I was super bored. I think Chelsea mildly wanted to strangle me in my sleep uh, because I was so bored and cabin fever who couldn't travel and I'm used right. to traveling like 150 flights a year. I was going nuts. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, lear- I have a new product coming out that I developed during COVID and I uh, reinvented, built a mobile jumbotron. So it's a semi-trailer that's got a 21 foot by nine foot LED screen in it. Nice. And it's got a generator so you can like pull it up into your cornfield and turn it on and play Mario Kart in five minutes. So it gave me a lot of time. So thank you for the compliment. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. It's, and now our awesome. concerts are back and it's just nuts. We were having to like people are ready to do people stuff. Here. Yeah, it's, it'll be our biggest year for sure. Um, 2022 knock on plastic. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's very cool though, man. Very it cool. is. Yeah. I, uh, and you're getting married. I am. And uh, I hear your husband's going to be the efficient. Yes. The official. Carrie Kudrin is the efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chelsea told me, I'm like, was Satan not available? Well, I mean. <laughs> well, you went to Chloe's. He did Chloe's. Oh, that's, did he? Uh-huh. Yeah. He was Chloe's. I was busy so. DJing. Yeah. Oh. That's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're excited. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've never been married before. <laughs> so, a, well, I've tried experience. it twice, and it's really all it's. I feel meant like to a be. slacker. Yeah. Thirty-eight. I've never been married. I got to catch up. Well, this is the one time, though, right? I mean, gosh, I hope just so. The one a, time. I hope so. I don't think I can handle the planning. It's such a pain. There's oh, so much God. stuff going on. I'm like, I thought that I got got the ring and got the honeymoon. I thought my job was done. But no. Oh no, man. No. Oh no. You're the wedding bitch. That's what's gonna be, dude. It's you're the dude. I'm telling you. I've seen it. I I've, I've done a lot of weddings, DJing in my time. So, yeah, man. It's 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 not good for you, my friend. What's coming up? I mean, the wedding will be great. You'll yeah, be married. Just don't have awesome. opinions. Like yeah. anything just Chelsea says, opinions. just be like, yes, yes. Just forget about your opinions and you get married. <laughs> Tell her how smart she is, and no matter what she picks up, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you're doing so well at this. I don't even know I should be here. 
Yep. I, I do that already. I need another tip. What else right. can you get? Yes. Yeah. That's how I got to be to the engaged portion, was telling her that she's right, right all the time. So how do I get right. to the marriage part? I need more I would, uh, alcohol. I would, when we sit down like this for the DJ thing, and I would talk to them about the wedding and stuff, if she would get up and leave, I would straight tell the guy, like, I won't bother you at all, man. I get it, bro. Okay? I know you're here. You don't want to be here. I get it, man. Like, if I have questions, I ask her. Okay? If I ask you, it's because I can't find her, and then I, I will take all responsibility. Okay, man? <laughs> That's, that's one of these services I offer. I am your punching bag, my man, you know? And if you want to go see strippers, I got that's the fine. car running, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'll put it on auto mix and we'll get the fuck out of here, bro. You know? So in You're Fort Morgan, worst. that might be, we're getting married in Fort Morgan, so we're gonna um, need a different uh, outlet than strippers. I yeah. Mean, we can just drive. I mean, I know where Denver is, man. I know where the nasty strip clubs are. The strip clubs come up on this podcast a lot. Yes, yeah, they, they it, actually one of my do. stories involves a strip club, so well, you know. You Good. know what? Maybe, <laughs> let's let's check Glad out I those can stories. Fit in. Yeah. You wanna read them let's off? Let's do this? it. Let's read these stories. So you have a border search. Ex fiance and black crow, not to be confused with white crow. That, that's or correct. eating crow. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you pick. I read them, so you get a pick because I know which one I would pick. So I don't oh. want to tell you. I, I know which one I want to pick too, so I'm not going to pick it right away. I'm going to go with ex fiance. That was the one I wanted no. to hear. Okay, you know what? Let's go with black crow. <laughs> oh, really? You, you okay, want, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one about the strip club. That was her name. Oh. No, I'm kidding. That's the lie. That's a bullhucker. Her name was not Black Crow. Okay, sorry. What We're doing Black Crow? Black okay. Crow. Yeah, let's hear Black Crow. So uh, back to saying that how I was a nerd. I am a nerd. Well, I was a nerd in high school, and so I went to CSU um, on a scholarship to be a business and then lawyer, if you can believe that. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a full ride. And um, 37 credits strong. Yeah. <laughs> And one from UNC, so 38 if you want nice. to do that. Yeah, I'm Good a, job. almost a doctorate in nothing. I got a credit once. <laughs> For what? On your phone just bill or what? <laughs> yeah, just, just, just one credit. One. I literally have one from UNC, advanced weightlifting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it shows. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I pumped a lot of iron when I was 19. It's still showing. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry, Black Coast. So I'm at CSU. Um, I'm in the dorm and I have to go to class every day like most college kids don't do. But I was a good kid, so I did. So I start going to class for a few weeks. Everything's fine. And I would skateboard to class because I was like a badass nerd, I guess. I love you know, it. Yeah, yeah. I skateboarded. And I got like piercings in my head. At the time, I had a piercing here and Ooh. like a piercing in my eyebrow. And I was, I was cool. It's scary. Um, <laughs> that's not what I was looking going for. I was okay. For cool. But, Sounds like a badass. Yeah, badass. There we go. That's okay. the term. We're going to use badass. So anyway, so I'm skateboarding to class, and I had a hat on. I would wear it backwards because I was badass. Yes, of course. Badass. Yeah. So all of a sudden, my, my hat gets hit off of me, and I'm like, sorry, I'm trying to stay on the mic. Yeah, my hat gets yeah. hit off me, and I'm like, what the hell? And I look, there's a, a bird flying away, and I'm like, oh, shit, they flew too low and hit my hat off. Right. Well, that's crazy. Fast forward, next day, all of a sudden, like, my, my ear gets, t- like, nicked a little bit. I'm like, what the, f- ah, black crow flying away. What that, the hell? That can't be a good sign. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Keeps happening. So I'm like, what, this this crow is stalking me. This motherfucker has yes. something against me. Yes. I'm like, what did I do? So I, um, I go to my, like, the biology teacher, and I'm like, I don't know what it is, but this bird is stalking me. He's like, well, maybe it's, like, your hat or, or, or something you're wearing, so change that up. So I change it up, still happens. What in the hell? He's like, well, maybe it's because your, your um, 
jewelry oh. glimmers, oh, that's right? right. Yep. And birds are attracted to that. So I take my jewelry out. Fucking bird does it again the next day. <laughs> like, you've got to be kidding me. So then he's like, well, maybe it's because you're skateboarding and he thinks you're prey. So you need to walk. Walk. <laughs> nope. Just a slower target for the bird. <laughs> Boom. Every day. And there, what? yeah, every day there's witnesses. I mean, it was like, it got to be really annoying, as you can assume. And you love birds. Well, this is previous. Oh, I, okay. I didn't hate birds. Like, I actually have, have birds tattooed on my back, which is, okay. yeah. So, um, so then I, I, you know, it just keeps happening, keeps happening. And finally, I'm like, all right, fine, fuck this bird. I'm going to go out the back door. So I go out the back door. Ha ha, nothing. Ha ha, nothing. Like third or fourth day, fucking bird finds me. <laughs> dive bombs me. I'm like, screw this. I like am captive to my own like dorm room for a week. And it was like I, I had to wait for many days until the bird, I guess, gave up and just like quit stalking me. But that's why I'm afraid of birds because this bird stalked A black crow stalked me when I was in college. There we go. You know what my favorite part of the story is? Thinking of the black crow when you avoided him for a couple of days. Yeah. And he's probably all sad. He's like, where's my bitch? Where's my bitch? And then he's like, oh, oh there he is. There he is. <laughs> dive, dive, dive. So that's why I hate birds. Did anybody else like in your dorm or anybody yes, get attacked? there's witnesses. And I know, I mean, Chelsea calls me out on this every time I bring it up, but there was witnesses. I don't know any of them enough to like but bring them up. Else but nobody else got attacked. Just no, to... just me. But there's witnesses to my attack. Dude, I, if I, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, that Michael guy's into the black arts or something because he's been attacked by a <laughs> yeah. black crow, man. That's just not normal. Hey, dude. did you start walking your own? Uh, I was terrified <laughs> the whole time. I was just terrified. <laughs> that is. Fucking bird. I'm not a bird fan either. No, they're dumb. Like, <laughs> they're just dumb and they just walk around like just. Looking stupid and, and being they're stupid, they're dirty. I hate <laughs> mm-hmm. birds so much. What you like them? I, I mean, they're there. I don't have a. They're birds. They're, I don't, birds. <laughs> they're there until they stalk you. Yeah, that's why you. We tried to get it. Dency actually <laughs> knew about this sort of, not this story. Yeah, that yeah, you didn't like birds. We wanted. I wanted to punch a bird in Mexico. So <laughs> we were okay. Let me. We were sober for this story. That's a lie. That's yeah, so yeah. we we drank a bunch of tequila and we got some ceviche brought to our room. We had a balcony. Um, mm-hmm. What is and, ceviche? I don't like um, like chopped up dead fish. Like and oh, you okay. eat it with like chips. It's like, food. Okay, yeah, it's like cold. Fi- yeah. It's like cold fish salsa. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> sushi salsa. Okay. There That's you go. Sushi salsa. I'm warming up to it. Okay. okay. I'm warming up. <laughs> and so we, we brought it out <laughs> this is on video in case you need a little uh, ad, added clickbait to your podcast <laughs> so we Densia puts her arm over the ledge and we put the ceviche on her arm and it's so nasty because it's like 112 degrees it's just like dripping down <laughs> hot stinks hot, yeah. hot fish on her arm and we were determined that we wanted a bird to come down and land and then I was I was in the back like doing sit-ups and push-ups and Carrie was like training me like oiling me up and I'm like getting ready and we were waiting for the bird to come and I was going to punch it Yeah. but a bird really never came Carrie's, so we just got more drunk Carrie's calling you champ the whole time <laughs> He Sounds was, like the kid like, from Rocky. Come on, Rocky. I'm like come sitting on. up. He's like, you got it, you got it. He's like punching, begging me. And Which is weird. Why? I wonder why. Like, I my arm was so still, and I just had a drink. Like, come on, little fucker. I gotcha. It was gross. It was like melting on my arm. It was really gross. And, and then we realized that it was dripping off the other side of the balcony onto the person's balcony <laughs> below us. Oh, shit. 
where a bird's just down there all. <laughs> Just, just eating it, just yes. like suckers. And you know what ceviche looks like when it drips onto your balcony? Vomit. So they had to think that we vomited onto their balcony. That bird was like, I know I say track bookers. <laughs> not again. I'm not getting punched by a white man again. It happens like once a week. Not again, my friend. It's all the black crows like, we meet again, Michael. <laughs> that could be a movie. That could be... A, a full-on movie, I think. Yeah. Me, me versus the birds. If I ever become famous, like Elon Musk status, mm-hmm, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make the movie about Hitchcock it. style. Ah. Well, you're gonna outlive me most likely, but maybe not Densia. So that's gonna be horrible at your funeral. Like if the casket they're lowering and the bird comes out, all Densia's <laughs> like that son of a bitch won't give up. <laughs> oh. Good. Well, I'm hoping that's a true story. I'm hoping that's the, the I, I like I kinda it. I kind of do too. Like, I've never heard of anybody being stalked by a bird, but I kind of like it. I'm glad you guys are uh, happy about my fear of birds. It's, it's a, great. We're, we're laughing at your expense, yeah. and that's the best kind um, ever. Yeah. You know Adam that does this, Bogey, right? You yeah. Know Adam, he's yeah. scared of squirrels. He's this large son of a bitch. He's scared of squirrels. Like, they freak him out. Like, he gets he gets real uneasy, man. Really? Yeah, like, he gets, like, a real rapey feeling about it or something. Like, he gets all, like, like the flight or flight, the fight or flight thing. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, like. I picture a little squirrel that, and Adam's all, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Squirrels are kind of gross. So, yeah, Adam and I should not go into the woods together. Never. No. Just be a bunch of bitches <laughs> running around. Never. <laughs> you take the bird, I'll take the squirrel. I actually had a, I was in Las Vegas with two, it wasn't a date or anything, but it was these two younger girls that were like a, the daughters of a friend of mine. doesn't matter. That may sound really creepy. But so we're, <laughs> we're in the Venetian having, this is like a decade ago, having lunch. And you know, in the Venetian, like those big hotels, sometimes a bird will get caught yeah. in there. Right. And they didn't really know me. They just know their mom said, hey, caught, talk to Mike. Uh, he'll take care of you guys when you're out in Vegas. Yeah, show you around, take you out to dinner. So then these girls are like looking at me. I'm supposed to be like their protector in this bird land. I'm like, ah! I jump under the table. <laughs> They're like, check, please. Thanks, mom. It's a bird for your life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. That's no, good. That's an awesome story. I love it, man. No so, stories. What do you think about that one, Dense? I love it. Yeah. I love it. I want Black Crow to be true. <laughs> me too. I do. Me too. I want there to be a stalker bird. And if there's not, just tell me there is. Just say there is. Lie to me. Tell me mm-hmm. lies. Tell me lies. Mm-hmm. All right, Dance, pick it up. Okay, well, I kind of want to hear ex-fiance. Oh, all right. I thought you were going to leave that one for the no, end. No, I want to hear it so bad. Um, man. Okay, so uh, I am engaged. This story is not about Chelsea. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Be, yeah, ex-fiance. Um, so I was... Because she's the current she's, fiance. She's the current fiance. It'd Got be it. awkward if this is how I was broke up with her. Really <laughs> <Like, laughs> Sorry, Chelsea, it's not going to work out. I listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, by the way, here's a black girl. Get to me. The girls release it. Get him, you son of a bitch. Oh, okay, so, uh, but I was, I was engaged. This is, man, years ago. I don't know. I was in my early 20s, and I was engaged uh, to a lovely lady that worked at the company I was part owner at, but she also moonlighted at shotguns she sounds beautiful classy gal mm-hmm. mm. yeah um in my defense she wasn't a stripper when we got together she had stripped and then she went back to the stripping mm. that's where the money's at it was yeah yeah so um so anyway so we're engaged uh and she is she to this day great gal um i'm not really friends with her but she, she's a good person good good-hearted person down deep down so 
we're engaged, we're living together. Um, we, we had a, I was, had a concert at the uh, soccer stadium that my band was playing, like the halftime of a soccer game. And so we go and we do that, and then we go and we eat dinner, and so it's like 10 o'clock at night, it's kind of late, and she goes, hey, some of my friends are coming in town, we're gonna go to Shotguns. She wasn't working, she was just gonna go attend. She gets a discount there, yeah. lap dance discount. Free drinks. Yeah. And, and the she, buffet. And she had a lot of singles on her, obviously. So we're like, oh, we don't have to go to the bank to get changed. So we'll take you. None of that part's true. But um, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? And I was leaving for a tour the next day. So I said, I got to go pack. You know, you go catch up and I'll just see you at home. And I wake up and she, uh, it's like 2, 3 in the morning and she's not there. And so I start calling, checking around, trying to find her. I can't find her anywhere. I go to her best friend's house, not there. I, her, her car had been having trouble, so I like following where she would go to get home. She's nowhere to be found. And so I had to get up and I stayed up the whole rest of the night looking for her. Couldn't find her, couldn't get a hold of anybody that might be with her. And um, so I get on the, the, in the, the van or the bus or the plane, whatever it was, we go, we go on tour. And I can't get a hold of her. And then all of a sudden, like we had, um, you know, like a shared bank account, not really a shared bank account, but I think she had access to my bank account and then all that money was gone. So it wasn't much money because <laughs> young and poor right then. But so she like basically emptied the bank account and, Stupid and, strippers. and then I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get a hold of her. And so I come back like two weeks later and I still have not been able to get a hold of her. And I'm like, oh, she's either dead or, or left me. And I come back and all of her stuff's gone. And I never hear from her again for like two years. What? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Two years, I never hear from her. And so then fast forward, I'm back at Shotguns. Um, and her friend that I was friends with as well is still working there. So she goes, hey, I said, hey, let me buy you a drink um, and let's catch up. And she says, hey, did you ever know what, can I say names on here? Amanda, it's a first name. Yeah, Who cares? yeah. yeah. Do you ever know what happened that night when Amanda left you? And I'm like, no, it's been, I've never heard from her ever again. And she says, well, we were at Shotguns. And um, across the street from Shotguns, there's a hotel that a lot of bands that play at the Fillmore stay at because it has bus mm. parking. And she's like, we were here and we were partying and having a good time. And the band Godsmack was playing at Fillmore the next day. And so the whole Godsmack band was there. And Sully, the lead singer of Godsmack, took a liking to Amanda. <laughs> and one thing led to another. And he goes, do you want to go on tour with me? And be my tour girl, basically. <laughs> And she says yes, so that's how much I meant to her. <laughs> so, so she gets on the bus and, and, and goes on for like two, you know, what? for almost three years. Fast forward, and I'm like, wow, that's terrible. She sucks. And Michael who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, she leaves me for, for Sully, goes on tour, and uh, like two and a half or so years later, um, I'm at this point working with the Grizzly Rose, the owner's name is Scott, and... I'm telling him this story in his in his office, and he goes, "Wait, is her?" And I told her his name. He says, "Is this her name?" I'm like, "Well, this is what she goes by on Facebook." He pulls her up. He's like, "Wait, that's one of my good friends' girlfriend's friend, what? and she works here now." And I'm like, "No, no way! No. I'm not believing." He pulls her up on Facebook. This girl? Yeah, that's her. Yep, she's a beer girl here. Uh-uh. Uh, I guess she was like, and he tells me, he's like, I guess she was out with some like metal band and then they just like dumped her on her ass back in Denver and she didn't, she had like 20 <laughs> bucks to her name and needed a job. So my buddy called me and said, my girlfriend's friend needs a job. She's down on her luck. Can you hire her? So I hired her. And he's like, that's a messed up story. I'm going to go fire her ass right now. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> like she obviously oh. like needs this job, I guess. Like, and he's like, well, if you, you know, 
if you ever want to see her, she's here. And I didn't because I was like, obviously, you know, lost a little bit of respect for her at that point. Well, yeah. And uh, then she she quit the Rose uh, shortly after that, before we started doing all the concerts there. So we never like cross paths. But yeah, that's when my ex-fiance left me for the lead singer of Godsmack. Oh my God. There we go. <laughs> she didn't even get a cool job at Hooters. Like, come on, girl. <laughs> to be fair, though, Godsmack's pretty great. Well, they were until they <laughs> stole my fiance, and then I'm just not quite as much of a fan of them. You ever seen the movie uh, uh, Billy Madison? That's exactly what Steve what Buscemi I was is crossing yeah. out. That's what Michael's yeah. uh, Black Crow, Godsmack, <laughs> just crossing out names of people to kill. <laughs> okay, that's how I came up with Hooters. Question mark. Because how the girl like gets a job at Hooters, the hot girl that like gets away. Right. You know what I mean? But at the end, they see her working at Hooters. <laughs> That's your girl. That's Big Daddy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big, big Daddy. daddy. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yes, yep. exactly. That's what my Big Daddy. You never moment. like. Okay, girl. Let's just talk about this and like. No, because I kind of didn't want to give her that that um, way to like feel better about herself. Like if I went to her and either got really mad at her for what she did or said it was okay, like... Right, okay, fair. Th- then I didn't want her to have that closure because I didn't get that closure. <laughs> so she, she never saw you. She no, never knew you were there. I have not seen her since the day she was supposed to come home <laughs> after oh, dinner God. or after shotguns. I've yet... To, I've never seen her. If I ran into her today, I would probably fall over because I never expect to see her ever again. I, I think the, the moral of the story, the uh, young men, is that strippers are for a good time, not a long time, okay? Mm, um, yeah. True. That's not my only effed up stripper story either <laughs> so if we do if you have me back i'll throw another one in here that one involves a butcher knife so <laughs> did you meet her family or anything yeah her her parents were great they lived up in wyoming and her dad was like a musician and so we'd go up there and like play guitar and piano and sing and have a good time like and her sister was a lawyer and like the, her whole family was great and they all liked me were you ever worried like something happened to her like is she dead or were you like, no, this bitch did yeah, something? I don't know how to answer that and make people not think less of me. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I was. I, I okay. did. I mean, I was heartbroken. I mean, I was going to marry this girl. Of it wasn't course. like, and then she, like, I guess maybe I, you made me think about maybe I need to be a little bit more emotionally in tune with myself <laughs> if I just like let it go. No, man. Hate Whatever. Her. Hate her for life, man. That's just yeah. But like, really, if this happened to you, wouldn't you kind of wonder like, well, I don't know. Is she dead? <laughs> Like, I don't know. I mean, I did wonder that. But you're like, I got to go on to or see yeah, you later. I, well, at that point, I thought she just got drunk and like fell asleep at a friend's house. I didn't think she was like banging a metal For two band. Years. Yeah. This is not Hello, what I... Oh, Rumpelstiltskin. Did she die or did she end up going on a tour bus and hooking up with a rock star? I would have went and saw her at the beer garden or the beer girl thing. I would have yeah. oh, hey, what's up, bitch? You know, I heard God's back. God kicked you out. That's what I heard, you know. <laughs> we did a show. I did a show with Godsmack years ago at a festival, and it, his name was on the green room. And I'm like, man, should I go like ask him? We like, have something in common. Did you know kinda. who this girl was? Because I'm sure she didn't go tell him, hey, I'm engaged. Right. I'm sure that got right. forgotten in their little conversation at Shotguns. <laughs> yeah, don't date strippers, kids. That yeah. is crazy. No, I've never heard this story. I've never heard yeah, it. That's pretty good. I don't really uh, lead with this one. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, Finer I moments. almost want the stripper story to be the real one over. If I had to pick one, I would say, please, stripper story be true. You over would, the bird. You would rather. Because mm-hmm, yeah. it's so it's so great. It's I a mean, great story. I think you just like having Michael in pain. I mean, my God. It's a, 
It'd be nice if neither one was true. I guess I picked some dark stories yeah, to no, tell. That's good. I love I it. I picture the love stripper it, love coming it. up and she all has the black crow. Hello, Michael. <laughs> Hello, Michael. We meet again. <laughs> I've seen you met Petey. Come on, come on. Well, play some badass metal. They train black crows. <laughs> he was supposed to get your wallet, by the way. Bad Petey, bad Petey. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are. Man, I had a weird. 20s. Yeah, you, you did. did well, you know he was in a band. Did you know this about well, Michael? Just, no, no, you just told me that. Yeah, tell well, Larry about that's, the band. Uh, yeah. Actually, the next story is about Okay, band, well, so well, let's go into it. Yeah, let's okay, go into so it. And you I can tell us band. about your band. Yeah. So, so next, last story. Border Search. Border Search. So I was in a band um, for, I guess, a decade. We never broke up. You know, we're, we're, someday we'll probably, we've been talking about it. We want to get back together for a couple shows. And uh, weird ears. Hold on. There we go. All right. Uh, we were from right here in Fort Martin, Colorado, and we grew up. This is in like 1998, 2000. What was the name of the band? Synthetic Elements. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. So, yeah, everyone around here kind of knows them. And so, me and three other guys here, they were all best buds growing up. They're all going to be actually groomsmen to my wedding. So, nice. we're so real close. Uh, we started a little punk band, and our first show ever was at the In the Mood coffee shop. Just oh. a block. Yeah, that was yeah. our first show ever. Perry was a huge. Us advocate for arts and music, as mm-hmm. you, you would assume an owner of a coffee shop would be, and he let us perform there. Um, and then we went on, and I mean, we did about 650 shows. We did one in almost every state in the United States. We got to go to uh, Mexico. We got to go to Japan, South Korea, wow. Guam. We That's got to, awesome. And it was all mm-hmm. with like three of my best friends. So it was really cool. Right. Did you guys? Would you say you guys yeah. got like kind of famous because you had like such unique instruments in your band? Yeah, we were a little bit unique. Um, mm-hmm. Like we played ska punk music, and like I played a trumpet and an organ, and we had a guy that played a <laughs> trombone and a washboard, and like just weird shit like that. An accordion, we had an accordion for a while. <laughs> we didn't have a tambourine though. You're missing if out. If only I would have known Dempsey <laughs> back then. How about a little cowbell? Ooh, we did we have need a more cowbell. cowbell. <laughs> we did have a cowbell, um, but so we—it's what got me into the music industry, and uh, very thankful for it. And so we we performed many shows and this this story comes from one of the shows we were traveling through texas and we um went through a border check outside of el paso i think it was somewhere and we thought we were we thought we were clear because we was like we've been driving for like 100 miles right and we're like oh we're good we're you know fine so we um get up to this checkpoint and we we didn't know it was going to be like, we're going to check your car for bro- drugs. We just thought it was like, we're going to make sure you're not, it's not full of like a bunch of illegal Mexicans. You're trying to sneak into the com- country. Right, sure. So it wasn't. We only had two with us. No, I'm kidding. We had, <laughs> we had no, none with us. But uh, so we pull up and, and they do the drug dog search. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. So then we start making a plan at this point because we knew they were going to find drugs. And um, so... I, being the genuine person I am, I was probably the only one that could have passed a drug test at that point because I've never done drugs in my life. Right. And um, so, and that's the truth. And so I was like, all right, if, you know, if they find anything, I'm going to take the fall for this because if they take me into custody, I'm going to say it's all mine. Because if they take me into custody, I'm the only one that's going to pass a drug test. I'm going to be like, sorry, it's all mine, but I'm not high right now. And so you need to let me go. And 
So that's what we agreed on. And so they they found a bunch of drugs. And at this point, this is before like it was as lenient as it was. Cause like it, just some right. pot? Yeah, just just, okay. just pot. Sorry. Okay. I, All right. Just marijuana. Um, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> back then, um, it was, this was like 2006 okay, so or something. Legal. Yeah, it's not legal. Right. And so I, they... They say, we're going to, whose is this? And I raise my hand. They take us all out, put us up against a wall. They wouldn't let, like, from the moment we got there, they wouldn't let us put our hands in our pockets. They wouldn't let us get under, <laughs> like, do anything, call anyone, nothing. We're up against the wall. They just are ripping our van apart. Like, I found my shorts that were under my seat, like, two bench rows back. It was, like, 15-person van on the dash. Like, I don't know what they did. They just, like, did this. It went crazy. Drug dogs through the whole thing. I mean, it was a trailer full of equipment. So, I mean, they're, like, ripping our tops of our amp cases off. They finally find it in the trailer. They find some pot and, like, a pipe. And they're like, whose is this? And then, or you're all going to jail. Or you're all going into custody. I said, it's mine. It's all mine. I'm sorry. It's a... Uh, you know, I have glaucoma or whatever. <laughs> um, keep in mind, I've never, I've, I'm a huge asthmatic. I've never, I can't smoke anything or I would die, but they didn't know this. So I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's my glaucoma, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so they take me into custody and put me in a cement cell with nothing, like nothing, not even anything to sit on, just a cement cell. Fortunately, I'm there by myself because it would have been, it wasn't like with yeah. people like. Your butt cheeks are yeah. puckering. Yeah. 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 So. And I'm like, okay, whatever, it's going to be 30 minutes and they're going to finish up. And in, in my mind, I'm like, my asshole buddies are back there, like, sitting Having in the... Margaritas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get, getting high. Yeah, yeah, getting high on the stuff they didn't find, right? Yeah, they didn't find it all. And so I'm like, eight hours later, eight hours later, in the meantime, I outside they've been... Um, they've been not nice to the other guys which made me feel a little bit better but <laughs> but they go and they say the van was registered to the company that was like our management company which was the owned by the father of one of the guys of the band and they're saying well since dave uh his company owns this van we're not going to release it to anyone but dave and we're in el paso oh shit at like at this point it's like four o'clock oh, at night no. and so we're like we're, they're like you're they're gonna have to sleep in the van or whatever and so i would have been better off at this point being in the cell right but they wouldn't i mean they would they wouldn't let me out for anything like no water no pee what? break i'm like like i thought i was gonna piss myself which i guess didn't matter i mean like just pee in the corner i don't yeah. know but right. it was terrible I, I can't believe it's legal to be honest with you and so i was in there and the whole time they're in, the, in outside doing all this stuff finally the guys i guess coerce them to um to, to let them put all the stuff back in the van and and they said okay well and this is where the story turns it kind of gets i understand why it happened this way now there was like i don't know three quarters of an ounce of weed that they found and they said okay well you guys put it all back we're going to tar- ticket you for have uh having drug transporting drugs and we're going to ticket michael for possession of marijuana of like one gram or something we're like those fuckers took all the pot and confiscated it and then said yeah we found a gram of pot so we got like an arm slap but that was after i (laughs) sat in the cell for like eight hours and then they just released us made me sign a ticket it cost me like $350. Nobody had to like nope. bail you out. Nope. 
they, they it turned from like <laughs> I'm in jail cell for almost eight hours, and they're gonna have to make the guys sleep in the van until Dave can come sign for it and oh, impound it out and all this shit. <laughs> and and then it turned into, but I we were like, why would they do that? Well, it was good Colorado marijuana. They're oh, used to Texas yeah. dirt shit right yeah. and so they a took it weed. they were smoking good weed for the rest of the weekend and i got pinged for a gram of marijuana oh man does that stay on your record or what does that even no like? i uh man i feel like i spent a lot of money on lawyers i'm not even a bad kid but yeah. um it took a lawyer but it got expunged off and <laughs> i can still so what were your buddies doing the whole time just waiting well they didn't have a very much better time they made him stand against this wall for the like not the whole eight hours but like four of the hours and then they basically said okay now you can put all your shit back in the van but like i said it was all discombobulated it was just like they just walked off border police jerks but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do right it's not the same story but similar uh, when i was in high school uh we we were at a party and we gathered all this money to go buy booze me and my buddy sean what's up kels so we go to the east side liquor where that cowboy used to work there Put all the liquor on the counter, rings it up, tells us the price. It's like 80 bucks, which in 1993 is a lot of booze. Um, we give him the money. He goes, oh, let me see your IDs. And we're like, oh. Uh, I'm we're, McLovin. We're, we're, yeah. Well, yeah well, oh, it's, in the, it's here. We forgot. Well, he's like, we'll go get it. That's ah, cool, man. Just give us the money back. He goes, no. <gasps> go get your ID. What are we going to do? Call the cops? Yeah. So he just busted us underage <laughs> buying? So, yeah, dude. Like, But you had already gave him the money? Yeah, he had the money. So we went back to that party, empty-handed, told him what happened. They're like, you pieces of shit. You, know I mean? like, <laughs> you are McLovin. Yeah, yeah. So kind of the same thing, but what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you don't do anything and they know it. Well, good for that guy. Yeah. He knows I, we were helpless, you yeah. know, other than if we are going to show up at the party and kick the shit out of him as soon as it closed, <laughs> you know, but, you know. That, yeah, I mean, these guys were probably like, you know, what are they going to do? And that's how these guys are probably padding their pockets. They were taking wow. weed and selling it. And right. they, mark my, they don't care. Right. It's yeah. like so, um, everything has just got like little things in it that make it so corrupt. You right, know? right. Like, did, well, I think I've told Michael, but did I tell you when we went to, you know, we spent a month in Mexico this last summer. And we weren't going to get a car, but finally, like a weekend, we were like, okay, we actually are going quite a bit of places, so let's rent a car. And it was, the car was like cheap to rent. I want to say it was like $200 for two weeks. And Carrie got really good about driving the car in Mexico, which for the most part, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> but he was going to the airport to pick up somebody who was coming to visit and um, went through what he thought was a yellow light. But down there, the lights go... Blink, blink, red, and then straight to green. And so he didn't know it went through it. Gets pulled over by a cop down in Mexico. And the cop's like, yeah, you actually ran through the red light, blah, blah, blah. So Kara's like, crap, like, what do I need to do? And the cop says, um, I need your license. And you need to come to court in, like, four days or whatever and pay the fee. Carrie's like, I'm not giving you my license down in Mexico. Like, right, no way. Right. I'll, there will be a hundred more Carrie Kudrins walking <laughs> <laughs> down in Puerto Vallarta and we'll never see it again. So Carrie's like, well, how much is the fine? You know, and the guy says like, whatever, you know, a hundred pesos. So he reaches into his pocket and has what's a little more equivalent to that. And mm-hmm. he gives the guy a 50. He's like, will this work? And the cop, no kidding, said, well, put your hand down and give it to me. And took the money and was like, have a good day. 
<laughs> I don't, you like that. What do you do? You don't do anything. You yeah. don't. You I don't. love Mexico. We, okay, we just went to Cabo and I got us upgraded for 50 bucks. I got us yes. upgraded to the presidential suite because they <laughs> You're put famous us, for that. They put us in rooms in different buildings. Like in, mm. it was us and our kids and the kids were going to have one room. And they said they could be, they could be uh, attached or whatever. Right. And Chelsea's like, they gave us building 21 and 24. I said, and of course I'm sober at this point. Yeah. Right. Mm. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, I'll go fix this, honey. You just go up to the room. I grab the room key and I'm like, I guess I was a persuasive drunk. Cause I go down and I'm like, I want to talk to the manager cause I, we need to get him. And then I'm like, Hey, what? I want to get these conjoined rooms. And he's like, let me see what I can do. And I pulled out a $50 bill. I said, how about you see what you really can do? <laughs> and he's like, will the presidential suite work? I said, sounds so great perfect. to me. <laughs> Why is it in all your stories, I picture the guy coming in. Hello, Michael, with a birdie. <laughs> what can I do for you? Or the guy who sold you bucks to He's like, hey, partner, thank you. What's your name? He's like, Gary Kudron. I want to see your ID, and it's Gary's ID. Hijole, it's asked for anything, huh? Carrie <laughs> knew it too the whole time. Michael's all, er? Do I, okay. Do I know you? <laughs> if you do, I'll kill you. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. Thought it was somebody else. My bad. That's on me, Carrie. Thank you, Mr. Goodren. Oh, God. I do love, a, although it's corrupt, it's, it's at least you know how to get stuff that you want. If yeah. anyone can be bought off, at least Money everyone's kind of on an even playing field. Right. <laughs> right. The, the guessing game you have to do here in America. Yeah. Like, Why f- is it just the price? I want to be able to bribe you. <laughs> I was surprised you got your, your fiance to go back to Mexico after her stories from the podcast. <laughs> oh, right. I thought Chelsea would avoid Mexico like the plague. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I tried that in America um, the other day. I'm not going to say where because people around here probably know where it's at. There was a line and I, I just said, hey, we called and there's a line. Um, but I think I think that we're at the front of it and threw down a twenty and we were. <laughs> Chelsea's like, I come back because Chelsea called. She's like, yeah, it said it's like forty minutes before we can get in. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, well, I'm gonna go put our name. We're gonna go inside, put our name in anyway. And I come back. I was like, we're up next. She's like, what? Is it a Mexican restaurant? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's some money talks and bullshit walks, man. I love that though. It would oh, be so much easier if. Everything had a price, and then yep. and then how much to bribe them, right? To get what you really want, price. I that's bartended. So true. I bartended for years, and Wade really thats how we originally met. He owned a business in Pueblo. Him and his buddy, and they'd come to the club to spend all kinds of money, but they always tipped me very well. So I didn't care a shit yes. where they were. I would point over people like, "What do you need?" They're like, <laughs> "They're like, what? Why? What the fuck?" And, I know. I, and then they throw like a twenty in my tip jar. I'm like, "That's why they don't wait." That's right. Exactly. That's right. Money that's, talks. Money makes the world go round. True. Michael, you have not disappointed. Nope. Although now the the people to kill list is the Black Crow, <laughs> Border Patrol, <laughs> stripper that burned me. <laughs> yeah, it's an eclectic mix, a it mix is. of people. I'm equal opportunity. Yeah. The Blacka list. <laughs> Stay your ass off the Blacka list, Instead man. Instead of the blacklist, it's the Blacka list. Like what? So a stripper, a crow, <laughs> the black- a Mexican border truck going to a bar. Like the blacklist. People are staring at the Blacka list like, I don't think they spelled that wrong. I should probably get those tattooed on me. Yeah. 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 After this, you will. 
Okay. Those are good stories. Good job. Right. So now we have to put the, you want to read them off? What are our stories? Yep. So we have border search, ex-fiance. Don't tell us yet. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just make sure it's the right setup. <laughs> and black crow. So Michael, how we do this is we rock, paper, scissors to see who has to go first. You oh, first. I thought you meant just to pick which one it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two. Yeah. <laughs> Very scientific. I mean, that's might as well. I mean, as accurate as we are. How many, how do you rock, paper, scissors? Do you go rock, paper, scissors, shoot, or just boom, boom, boom? Shit, I don't know. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Nope, just one, two, shoot. Damn it. It's the wrong way. You know what? Actually. I'm not going to lie to you. When I do the, uh, the stats for this year, I think it's dead down the middle this time. Seriously? Yeah, it's been, it's been three, three pumpers for it's life. It's Don't get excited. Wait, so it's three pumps, three <laughs> pumps, and then you go? You go, no, you go boom, boom, and shoot. Oh. Yeah. Don't get in my head, Larry. So the, don't get in my head. Hmm. Okay. What she, does this have to do with anything? Because I suck at this. I we, choose the same. I didn't know this. We were like uh, like halfway through the episodes. And one time he's like, do you realize you always pick paper? And I was like, shit. I, would, I do. My hands are capable wait, of doing other things. You look at your hands like it's it. their fault. Yeah, Fuck what are you, you doing? Why do you always I whipped do? her ass for a solid three months. And I finally put pity on you. I was like, Densia. Oh, good. Oh, bravo. Densia. Good oh, job. Densia. Good job. Densia. <laughs> but we, we, there's two different ways to do it, people. The, the three and four pump. And we didn't. We didn't realize that until she's like, so why, are you, why are you going so You're early? So so. I, I hate when he wins. Okay. Are you ready? One, two, shoot. Do I have to look at you or can I look away? You're yeah, look me in the eyes. Okay, ready? Ready? One, two, shoot. Oh! Oh, uh, Yeah. Paper covers. <laughs> I lost. I got to pick. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Okay. <clears throat> do you have one in mind? Okay. Kind of. Okay. I kind of do. Right. I kind of do. I feel like Black Crow is true. It just seems like a really like random story to make up and to kind of like think of all the little details that you had and the fact it's just it's funny and so I want it to be true. It's funny, huh? Good. And ex-fiance, I, I feel like I did know maybe you were engaged at one point. Maybe I knew she was a stripper. Question mark. Lord, let her be a stripper, because that's funny. Um, <clears throat> Once again, I love all my pain. It is funny. Enjoy. I, I yeah, love I love every bit of that. I feel like I'm going to go with border search, just because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's snippets of truth, and maybe it happened, but here's where I'm at. I feel like to take the fall on a straight-up drug bust. Mm. You don't think I'm that good of a friend? I, I, I Come on. I would take a fall on a drug know. bus for you. Would you? No. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Not at this point in my career in so, life. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with border search. Mm. Larry? That's the one I was thinking of too, but okay. he did have a lot of detail with it, and you know how I am with detail. You do like detail. The more detail, That's the more I fall out. for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ex-fiance, I think, is true on a sad note. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> once again, kids. Stripper, don't stripper. Dra- strippers. Strippers. <laughs> don't I guess date you can strippers. date them. You probably just shouldn't. They're for a good time, not a long yeah. time. Okay, kids out date there, them. there's some new. Okay, don't propose to them. Good time, not long time. All right, yeah. that's fair, right? Can't take them home to mom. All right, all right. Um, so I think that one's true. Now the border search, I'm really aiming to, but I'm going to go with Black Crow because it had the least amount of detail. And I mean, that's I don't know what you would do to a crow to where it would like have a vendetta against you. I'm not sure. Like that's 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 one for the books. Like that's. <clears throat> That's like something you read in a book like uh, it was documented back in 1994. <laughs> CSU. It Fort is Collins documented Car- now, right? Uh, it's on the... 
the podcast. Was, yeah, that's true. That's is. true. But yeah. scientists haven't tried to figure it out because that's crazy. I thought about that one. So I thought about that. I'm, I'm going to go Black Crow. You going to go uh, Border Search? I'm going Border Search. Michael, whip that bad Do boy I need out. This? Yep. Yep. Just show us Border Search. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, sucker, you might have got rock, paper, scissors right, but I got the story right. Won the battle. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's not true about that? Everything is true except I didn't take the fall. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, that was a huge thing to do, to take a fall. Yeah, but, but it was the guy who had the most pot took the fall for everyone because he, at the time, had a medical card in Colorado and he thought that was going to help him. <laughs> they didn't care at all. Yeah, yeah. Like your medical card from Colorado and you're busted in El Paso, Texas. You are 23, sir. You do yeah, not that, have glaucoma. Get, get, in the, get in the van, hippie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so he, but he ended up, but in all honesty, uh, he did only get like a 350 or $450 fine. And, and that was pot. it. And they took his pot. And they, they marked it at like one gram or three grams or something ridiculous. Mm just enough you know what you yeah. should have did you should have been like jokes on you we're from dateline you're busted <laughs> give us our pop back and our money then you're like i'm just kidding <laughs> we're from da- like the what's the guy's name chris whatever hansen yeah chris hansen just pull one over on him just see him sweat they'll be like you're that the fourth person Mato. you're the fourth person to tell us that today bullshit <laughs> get in the car hippie <laughs> new all right well all done, right. Michael. Good well job, done. Michael. That was fun. Those and, are good stories. And I forgot to say earlier, uh, you can find all our stuff on thebullhucker.com. On the bottom right-hand uh, corner of the screen, there's a little red button. Hit that button. Subscribe to the podcast on YouTube because it's a... It's a small click for you and a big click for us. Thank you, Densia. And welcome. no matter what platform you get your podcast on, please make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast. We do appreciate it. Uh-huh. Densia will high-five you in public. Damn right. You, you love that. I do. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it someday. Michael, do you have a Facebook or anything you want to put for the no. news? Not Man, dang it. That should have been my story. I had a Facebook <laughs> till some dude, we call him Jamaican Mike because we think he's from Jamaica. He actually stole my complete identity. Crap, I should have told that story. Michael had four friends on Facebook. Eight. Eight. <laughs> it's not shortchanging me here. I had eight friends. He stole my identity. Why would you steal someone's identity that has eight Facebook friends? Yeah, that's a whole other out of, story. Out of pity, man. Dang it. Out of pity. I, I wish I would have thought to tell that one. Yeah. Next time. Mike, Next you. time, you have to have me back. Thank you so much for coming Thank on, you. man. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. The, the hardest part about this one was I did get into the stories. I started listening to the stories and not paying attention to any kind of details. You're thinking so. about strippers yeah. and crows. Yeah, strippers and crows, man. No, no. Wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> I thought I had a funny and I was working out in my head, and then my little angel said, "Don't, don't do that." Oh, don't. He still lives there. That's crows and hoes. And I, I, I crows and hoes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's how I named it. But anyway, I like it. Yeah, it's but, got a ring. All right, yeah. well, I'm gonna come back. Skin. And I'm right. Dancing mm-hmm. See you guys later. Peace. Bye.